Okay then, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session. Now today, of course, is Friday the, uh, the 8th of September. Um, so I hope you're all keeping well. Good to have you with us as always. Um, let's get straight into um, these market conditions for the, days, for the day. Of course, we do look at, uh, broadly speaking, more market fundamentals um, and, and sentiment. There's been a bit of a, a sentiment drive over the last few days. It now appears for that drive to be reversing. And we were, if that was to happen, we, we were looking for very specific, um, I suppose, technical markers to be breached. And, and I, I'll, I'll kind of share those with you in just a second. Um, but the idea of this session every day, as you know, is for us to be able to um, do our analysis, uh, understand exactly what we're looking to trade and how we're looking to trade it and uh, put together our trade plan, and then we'll post it into this chat box uh, before we finish. Okay, so uh, that's our risk warning. Um, just as a quick introduction, uh, all profitable traders need to consider, of course, which markets do you trade? There's so many to choose from. Um, we narrow it down to uh, a grouping of, of 16 different markets that are most liquid, volatile markets in the world. There's always opportunities across those markets. Um, so, you do need to be able to have a means in which you can identify right which markets are we focusing our attentions on um, and then your technical strategy kicks in in terms of entry and exit um, you also need to have a strong handle of, of risk and your exposure in each trade um, you need to have a bit of a strategy in terms of the outcome of each trade what are you looking to achieve and um, we took a series of trades yesterday which all had um, uh, it was decided to um, to see if we got momentum that we'd look to let those winners run. Um, you know, they all had a, a certain degree of, of caution built in behind those trades. So we'll break those down for you in a second. And trading psychology. Um, yesterday is a good example of kind of getting chopped up a little bit where you, you're looking for the momentum trade, which begins to slowly reverse as the day unfolds. And um, the following day, we're seeing prices looking like as if they're genuinely interested in reversing. And there's good, there's a good solid technical case for that reversal trade. Uh, okay, so we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms. It's the first thing to just be mindful of. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient. So let's start with a review of this potential market moving news. So is there anything in today's um, news events that's likely to impact our decision making? That's kind of our thinking. And we've had a couple of central banks. We've had the RBA on Tuesday keep rates at 4.1. We've got um, where the BSC keep rates at 5%. Um, there's a bit of talk uh, from the BOE and the ECB in terms of we're near peak. In terms of rate hikes, um, that inflation is um, slowly coming down, let's say, but certainly moving in the right direction. We got this um, unemployment claims number yesterday, uh, and it, come, it came in significantly below uh, expectations. So, you know that that just implies that the that the Fed may make a decision to continue to raise rates if if 
it, they're really looking to see these unemployment claims increase. So again, employment numbers uh, are a bit of um, a bit of a puzzle that needs solving um, because for a central bank to have a meaningful impact on inflation, uh, they need to see a certain amount of job loss and they need to see wages coming down. Otherwise, what happens is more people have um, jobs, more people are making more money and are therefore reinforcing and continuing to pay those higher prices. So it really depends what is the genuine focus of the central bank. If it is inflation, then they need to see some steps and some um, steps being made um, on the inflation side of things. And then they look for certain weaknesses, uh, for example, across the employment market. Um, we had the governor of the central bank give opening remarks. Now, today is Friday the 8th, of course, and um, we've got a series of kind of economic data uh, for the Eurozone. We've got German final CPI. So inflation is still, um, we are seeing growth in that side. We're going to get French industrial production. Um, we'll see if it's kind of positive or negative. EU economic forecast due out at some point today. And we don't really have a huge amount to sort of close out the week. In fact, it's not been a particularly, I mean, tomorrow's, the, we're going to get CPI numbers coming out of the Chinese economy. So will that, will that give us a positive picture on Monday or a negative picture on Monday? It's really a tough call. Not much really driving markets to any great extent. Um, the risks still remain. It's still, we're looking at central bank decision-making and differentials. So if I show you the bottom left-hand corner of this, um, this screen, you'll see where these central banks are currently sitting. We're up at elevated levels, you know, um, most of these between four and five and a half percent. And um, there's a lot of talk that you know, perhaps we're at the top end of this rate hiking cycle. And this has come, this has moved from zero pretty much in a year and a half. Uh, it's less than that in some cases. So um, really, um, we're up at higher levels and uh, they are having the desired impact on inflation, which is the whole point behind pushing these rates to the upside. Okay, so... So with that in mind, um, nothing really to, to drive market to any great extent. Now, just want to give you a little bit of an overview. Um, also, I will get my pen up as well. Um, there's a few little observations to make. Um, and that's really, we're, we're in different positions in, in different markets. So um, what we have with the US indices is we have this market, you know, generally in this little phase, we did move sideways for a few days and then we had two, three days of strong selling. Now we're kind of running into support, so it wouldn't be a difficult stretch to suggest that we will get that 
that continuation, the same same positions to the upside. We were looking to, to run with this little pullback and see if we could get back down to these lows. And as you can see, we've not been able to. So, um, so we've had a, a short-lived pullback, but it does give uh, strong potential for this to actually be the low of this market now. So it's not a case of flip-flopping your trades. You're not suddenly selling one minute and then buying the next. But we are using the information that's been created over the last day or so to actually determine, right, well, are these lows um, potential sort of turning points for this trade? And there's every suggestion, if we're looking at the US indices, that the answer is yes. Now, our stop losses are, are still a little bit away from the entry. So we're not saying that the sell trade is completely done, but it's it's not really doing the things that we we anticipated it would do. Now we're in a very, very different situation with um, with the dollar. So the whole idea behind yesterday's move was the fact that it was a risk off trade. So there was less appetite for riskier markets, i.e. your industry markets. So the next question we have to ask, and I might zoom out just a little bit with the euro dollar and pound dollar in the bottom left hand corner of your screen. You can see where this where this price action has come from. It's not been the, the smoothest of rides, but you can see we're clearly in a very, very different position. So broadly speaking, we've been in this grinding price action for most of the summer. Um, and then you get this sort of, it's inverted, isn't it? It's the opposite of the US indices. Um, and we've already had periods of structural failures trades to the downside, and this is the further continuation of that trade. So we're in a slightly different position in terms of there's every possibility to get a little bit of a bounce across the US indices. Um, however, we're still potentially anticipating further downside for the euro dollar and the pound dollar, um, i.e. Um, dollar strength. And that's really because we are breaking these important structures to the downside. Um, you can see that there's a, there's a few of these in place more recently, just on Tuesday, I think it was. So our bias is still to the downside, but the, the problem with our stop loss is we're kind of in a bit of a precarious position because we might just get a very a small short-term little bounce, which would take us out of these trades. And this is the importance of, um, of, of timing with your opportunities. But the overall direction, we're already in the trade and we might get continuation today. The overall direction that we're looking to try and exploit is very much to the downside. And so we're talking and referring to dollar strength rather than, and a little bit of European pound weakness, but predominantly dollar strength. But you can see that the positioning and the direction can be very different for the US indices. We'd actually have um, the potential for uh, the US indices to, to, to drive higher and the dollar to drive higher, which is a, a kind of a counterintuitive position for us. But it does look like we're either going to be buying the US indices or we're going to be selling the dollar. 
Now, there's still every chance that the, the indices could end up rolling back over to the downside and we might still get our move. But it's not looking... Um, we yesterday and and trading is all trading for us is all about are these markets moving in line with expectation and over the course of yesterday the answer was no not really and we've opened up today with a bit of bullish sort of positivity so um so with all this in mind we kind of need to strategize around that and it looks like we're going to have to kind of um work these things out as we go so Potential for an upside move across the U.S. indices. Um, we're still on the, the dollar weakness trade. Although if we get a pullback, we might be able to sell at a much higher price than what we're currently in. However, let these markets unfold. We're now entering the European market. Things can shift with the influx of capital moving in over the next um, you know, few hours. The whole picture may begin to change and evolve and we shall wait and see. So we're already committed. But we've got we've got an eye on on perhaps the US indices beginning to reverse, and we've got an eye on the fact that we could get a bit of a pullback in the euro dollar and pound dollar, and we may need to get into these trades at perhaps higher prices at, at some point. So we're keeping all our options open now. There's there's a high degree of kind of indecision in these markets, and we want to try and navigate them accordingly. But we may need to kind of sort of ease yourselves into these trades and try and get in at the right time so if we do get a little bit of a pullback you know we're not going to be sitting around saying okay we took two small losing trades in the euro dollar pound dollar we'll be looking to actually get in again to the downside but at a higher price so it's about what's your focus what are you um how are you trying to capitalize on these markets and what's your strategy and plan for these trades so we know the direction in which we want to trade all of these markets. And as you can see from these charts, today is very different from yesterday, different sort of environment. So the S&P, there's an argument for some upside moves. We'll see how these markets play out. So we're looking for the potential for either indice strength or the dollar weakness. So the, this is the uh, the Nasdaq trade. We still think that this could unwind and we could still get further downside, but it's not so clear cut now. Yesterday, the momentum, the, the sort of the sentiment behind the markets is all pretty bearish. And now that's sort of unwound just a little bit. Um, we mentioned if, if we got a selling opportunity in the FTSE up at these higher levels that we would look to start selling. And this is like a, a longer term uh, a descending triangle. It's just kind of the theme behind the particular trade. So for the technical analysis with that one, um, just a long term little sideways move since uh, August uh, of this year with a little bit of upside, a little bit of downside. And um, unless we get a confirmed break, it's going to be a tough call. And just on Bitcoin, a little bit of a bounce yesterday, but we're still down at this 26,000. $25,000 level. So um, uh, choppy markets in place for sure. Uh, okay, so commodities next. So this is interesting. Do we have a bit of a buy trade? Um, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a tough call in the sense 
let me take this off that the average sort of price uh, since for the last few months in May is, is roughly about, let's say 1935, we were kind of trading above and below it. And um, this was an important move. So if we track this price action down to this level, we can see we've made another kind of lower low as this market is playing, it's moved to the downside. And we've got a series of lower highs. Um, as this market kind of unfolds, we, we, we're, we're kind of slowly drifting in that direction. I think it's fair to say, but if you look at recent price action, it, it, it would be easy to suggest that this is just a pullback and it's pulled back into previous support. Um, so we're, we're in no man's land really as far as um, uh, gold is concerned because there's every opportunity we get a little bit of a bounce and then we get that type of lower low again, you know, with lower highs in here. So there's every potential we get that continuation, but it's a tough call right now. We're not, we're not making a call with, um, with strong conviction. So a little bit of unknown regarding gold. Let's look at oil. Um, it started to unwind a little bit yesterday. We'd probably expect a little bit of a pull back into $84 if we got that. More ideally, $82 if we were able to take a bit of a, a breath, then this would be a next high probability buying trade potentially in US oil. So a couple of decent opportunities potentially in the pipeline, but not just yet. So let's go back. Our momentum's to the downside. We only want to be selling these markets. Um, however, we fully appreciate we might get a little bit of a bounce before we get that next sell. So we have to, unfortunately, just ride that for now. Um, we, would, we were only wanting to sell the pound dollar below the 200 period moving average. We closed fractionally below it. Today we've tried to bounce and now that's beginning to unwind. So we still have that downward pressure. So we'll stick with the euro dollar, pound dollar to the downside. And then it's just looking for a high probability dollar trades. So the dollar yen is the market that just um, keeps on surprising higher. So with that dollar strength, you'd probably look for some decent opportunities. We've had a couple of bounce back to the 145 level we're now at 107 sorry 147 so it's very sort of grindy if you look at this little bit of price action our bias is very much to the upside this is a short-term pullback into this little zone in here uh, dollar swiss You've got to be careful with these markets, sort of technically speaking, because they are giving somewhat mixed signals. This is a strong pullback into previous support. Um, yeah, previous support, which now becomes resistance. So could get a little bit of dollar weakness. And if so, this could be a candidate for dollar weakness, the dollar Swiss. So we've got a kind of a mixed bag in these trades. Um, bit of upside yesterday for the dollar, of course. and. Uh, little bit of a pullback now there's a lot of resistance support and resistance around these levels but the one the 136.50 seems to be an important level that's the dollar cad the aussie dollar 
didn't really get much out of yesterday's market, to be honest. New Zealand, we're seeing a little bit of a bounce, but you can see that, you can see what direction these markets, we would be looking for them to, to move. Now, we can absolutely get a short-term bounce, but, you know, overall, we'd be looking to, to continue this little, this little phase. Um, so there's in lies the potential for some further downside at some point, not quite yet. We, these are just creating strong lows down here. Okay, so um, so looking onto the euro pound, it's a bit of a horrible trade, not really that interested in looking at it. Um, same situation for the yen. We're, we're waiting for the BOJ to make a decision on um, on their bond um, yield, con yield curve control. And when they do, we'd probably see a lot of capital flooding into the yen. And we'd like to absolutely take advantage of that if the opportunity presents itself. So our trade plan is pretty bland, very, very straightforward. Um, not, not blessed with, with lots of, of genuine quality or opportunity. Um, so yesterday we had kind of mild risk off and that began to reverse over the course of the day. So we got um, indecisive. Today is an important day in terms of pivoting. Will the US indices pivot higher from here or will they actually roll back over to the downside? A little bit unsure at this point, so we can certainly err on the side of, uh, of caution. Um, so more broadly, US indices to the upside are dollar strength. Not really looking for gold now today. I didn't really get any opportunity yesterday. So it's not it's not the most exciting of trade plans. I guess there's a there's a few bits that need to be um, ironed out. I guess. Um, so look, that's going to be our trade plan. We can have a look for opportunities within there. We're already in the dollar strength trades. It's just. Um, will the US indices begin to turn higher? That's a bit of the question that we want to ask. Okay, then. So I've just posted a trade plan into the chat box, guys. We've got something to something to potentially work on. Yesterday, it was all about that risk-off trade. We had a lot of clarity in terms of downside moves. Um, the US indices, the dollar, you know, was, was quite strong. We saw US bond yields begin to push higher and commodities under a bit of pressure let's say but now a lot of these have seemed to have unwound between yesterday morning and today and now it's looking like there's a case for a bit of upside move across more so the us indices and we've seen a bit of softening across the us bond yields as well so um it, it, that feeds into our indecisive market conditions at the minute so that's where we're at um any questions feel free to post them guys and we'll answer them before we close off but on that note thanks very much for joining us um, we're going to switch rooms and just to let you know, we trade these markets live every day from 8am and we, for the European session, and then we're back for the US trading session uh, from 12.45pm onwards. Uh, and these are all UK times, by the way. So for more information, just go to livetrading.com and I'm happy to help you there. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. And um, if we don't see you in the live trade rooms, uh, have a good weekend and we'll see you Monday. Bye for now.